God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Oh, to God's unchanging hand. Why don't you just hold to his hand? God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Feel your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Why don't you just hold to his hand? God's unchanging hand. strange that I'm starting this year off on the fourth Sunday, but I thank God to be able to start it. Thank God that things are as well as they are. And I thank God for each and every one of you that has allowed God to use you to continue to do the things uh, that needs to be done in the preparation of the ministry and then the and the furthering of the church and the thing that God would have us to do. Uh, we are looking for this to be a great year and for God to continue to keep his hands on divine deliverance and on each of us as well as our families and our family connection. I'm going to be talking to you uh, from uh, Luke the uh, fifth chapter, verses 1 through 11. <clears throat> Luke 5, 1 through uh, 11. Let us pray. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, God, we thank you, we praise you, we glorify and magnify your holy and righteous name. Not these lips of clay. Tune our ears to hear, our hearts to receive, our hands to do, our feet to go, and to do what you would have us to do. Move on us by your spirit and by your power. In the name of Jesus our Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. In this <clears throat> in this uh, passage of scripture, Jesus calls the first disciples. Luke 5 beginning at the first verse and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Jenarach, uh, and, and, and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen was gone out of them and were washing their nets. Uh, and he entered <clears throat> into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the boat. And when he had ceased speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep 
and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing, uh, have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, uh, I will let down the net. Uh, and when he had this done, there enclosed a great multitude of fish, and their nets broke. And they beckoned unto their partners who were in the other boat that they should come and help them. Uh, and they came and filled both of the boats so that they began to sink. And when Simon saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of the fish which they had taken. And so were also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, uh, who were partners with Simon. And uh, Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their boats to land, they followed all, uh, they forsook all, and followed him. I'm going to talk to you on steps to calling men into the net. <clears throat> steps for calling men into the net. And Jesus uh, 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 called these first disciples and all of them forsook everything <clears throat> and followed Jesus. Jesus set out to catch men. That is to catch them for God. He desires to catch all men, but was going to be unable to catch all men by himself. Amen. Uh, uh, he needs help. The help he needs is from all who will truly follow him. This passage of scripture is, is a descriptive picture of the way Jesus goes about calling men to help him in this monumental task of reaching the world. We will try to share with you the steps of Jesus that Jesus used when uh, he orders to, in order to call into the net that they will one day become uh, uh, the net that will harvest all of humanity. Steps for calling men into the net. Lake Generac, <clears throat> this is the lake where the calling took place, it could have been any other lake, body of water, or any other place. After all, it was Jesus that was doing the calling. <clears throat> uh, 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 this lake was the same as the Sea of Galilee. I'm going to give you the different steps. And uh, uh, step one was a vision. 
a vision of people who need the word of God. The first step to calling men is seeing a vision of people, people who need the word of God. The people were actually pressing in upon him. They gathered and, and, and crowded around him to hear the word of God. They had a craving and a hunger and a thirst after righteousness. That's something that we are not seeing a lot of now, the, the craving and the hunger and the thirst of righteousness. Those that uh, 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 want to come out and want to hear the word of God and wants to be a part of the vision of what is going on in the church uh, 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 doing the services. But, uh, but we need to have that vision. We, we need to have a vision of teaching and training people and bringing them in to, to counsel them and show them the, the, the enormity of, of, the, the, of having the love of God in your life. Having God blessing you. Having God pull out his spirit upon you. And then being able to share that. We ought to be able, once God come into our lives and bless us, we need to be able to tell somebody. Next, there'll be the season of the resources and opportunities available. Jesus had to find a way to handle a crowd of people both them then and later. The crowd were so large and their needs so many, uh, he just could not handle their disorder. He uh, 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 could not meet the needs of everyone standing there and being confronted uh, with the present problem. He scanned the horizon uh, uh, for some way to handle this situation. We got to be able to, to, to zero in on what you need. What kind of help you need? What can you do? What kind of resources you need? Amen. As Jesus looked around, uh, uh, he saw a boat and fishermen in the boat and he needed both of them. The boat for a pulpit and the men could become disciples. The point is that Jesus seized and used the resources available. We need to uh, 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 seize and use whatever resources we have available. I think we all we may not have all the things we need, but we can't throw up our hands and quit because there's one or two things missing. We need to be able to find other resources to do the thing to get the job done. Not worry about, well, this is missing, this, that is missing. We need to be able to keep the situation moving. Find a way to do it. <clears throat> if you don't have a musician, sing a cappella. Don't say, well, we can't sing because we don't have a musician. People were singing long before they were singing with music. Uh, with instruments. So uh, 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 we need to, uh, uh, if you don't, uh, uh, if you don't have a Bible, quote a scripture from memory, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. But find 
the way, find the resources, and get the job done that needs to get done. He had a, a, a vision of people needing a word of God. He needed the pulpit as well as other as others helped him. John 4, 35 and 36 say not that are yet four months and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the field for they are white already to harvest. The fields are ready now. People are ready now. There is a need now to harvest people. There is a need now to pray for people. There's a need now to anoint people. If we could uh, 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 speak to somebody, you don't know when you might be able to save a life. And, 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 and he that reapeth receive wages and gathers fruit unto life eternal, that both he and the sower and he that the reaper may rejoice together. We need to do this thing together. We need to bring in people. We talk about the need of people. We talk about the need of men. We need to be able to find ways that we can talk to men, encourage them, and show them that there is a, 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 a position for them. There is a need for them, that there is a, 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 a want for them to be involved in the service and in the working of the Lord. That both they and the soul may reap and rejoice together. Because once we bring these people in, they start to grow, they start to be blessed we will sow and we will reap and be blessed together in the mighty name of Jesus. Verses 4 and 5, obedience and reluctance. The third step to calling men into the net is the removal of reluctance, obedience. <clears throat> Many of us are reluctant to talk to somebody. We just as soon as Jesus finished preaching, he made the decision to win Peter's loyalty and discipleship. We need to spend as much time trying to talk to people as we can. Encourage them. Letting them know God love you. We love you, but God love you even more. Let them know that there is a need. There is a need for you in the church. There is a need for you in the service of God. Many times people won't come in because they think, I am not needed. Well, we are here to tell you that you are needed. You are needed. In the name of Jesus, you are needed. But first, you had to be, you had to be humble. If we are going to win the world, there is a spirit in uh, 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 them that has to be 
humbled before they can uh, uh, entertain the thought of giving up the life they are living for a life with Jesus. They need to humble themselves. They need to decide that what they're going to give up has less value than what they're going to receive. And I assure you that giving up the world has a whole lot less value than accepting Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. And that once you do it, you will wonder why you didn't do it before. You will wonder why it's taken me so long to do what so many others have done. Jesus told Peter, pull out to uh, uh, the sea and fish. His reluctance was that he had fished all night and had caught nothing. And, and, and so sometimes we run into these individuals that they have worked all this time. They have done all these things and, and has been unsuccessful. Sometimes you run into them. They've already been in church. The, the pastor or the deacon or somebody has already hurt their feelings. Somebody has made them feel unwanted, unloved, unneeded. And, and, and so now your job is to override that. How do you get this person that's been hurt? That's been ostracized, criticized, put out, treated as if he was or uh, she was nobody or nothing. We got to get them to humble themselves. And then you got to take the time to speak to their needs. Sometimes we don't take the time to speak to people's needs. We don't have time. They say no, and we say, okay, fine. And go ahead on about our business. But that is not how. We're going to win souls for Christ. We're going to win souls for Christ by, by, by continuing to be persistent in the name of Jesus. The word said that we have to compel them to come. Be persistent. It don't mean... Uh, wringing their arm out of the socket. It means being persistent, telling them, talking to them, making another appointment with them, letting them know that this is not <clears throat> the end of this. I want to talk to you again. Don't let them know you got to go off and pray, but that's what you're going to do. You're going to go and pray. And Lord, now show me how do I deal with this person? He was thoroughly exhausted and he was disappointed. But Jesus told him to push out and let down your net. Amen. Not his mind thinking, and there were no fish. Not his experience having already tried and failed to catch any fish. He had already fished all night. But he was obedient. Reluctantly obedient not his body having me in too tired and exhausted just not able to go on he was tired they fished all night 
had caught nothing. Disappointing night on the water. Disappointing night pulling the nets backwards and forward with no fish at all. But he reluctantly obeyed Jesus. And that's the key. The key is to get an obedient spirit pumped into this individual that has been ostracized and criticized. And there are many people out there that have been hurt. They have been hurt by people in church. Sometimes a pastor, sometimes a deacon, and sometimes just a fellow member. Because many times we can say things to hurt people without even realizing the damage that you have caused. That individual is irreversible unless God puts somebody uh, 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 Holy Ghost feeling fire baptized on them that they would continue to work at them and continue to try to lead them and guide them in the name of Jesus. Reluctance should always give into obedience. We need the spirit that will try for God no matter what the obstacle or how hopeless a situation may seem. Hopeless, the situation may seem hopeless, but it's not hopeless. It just seemed hopeless. It's hopeless on the surface. But if you start digging into it, if you start praying about it, if you start talking to this person, and if you start giving them the word of God, there is, that, that reluctance uh, will draw down and, and you will be able to get through and get this person to realize that you got something that they need. And, and, and the main thing is to show them that you have something that they need. You got this love of Christ in your heart that they need. You got the love of God in your heart that they need. No matter what has happened to them before, and, and, and we don't know what has happened to them before, but many times they have been hurt. They have been hurt. And, 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 and individuals deal with hurt differently. Some uh, pulls it to the inside, and then they, they use that to feed on, and they reflect anything that's coming uh, from the outside to them. And others can take that same hurt and, and use it to, to go on and do greater things. But the thing we have to do is being able to penetrate that wounded vessel and get in there to where we can get God to deal with them from the heart in the name of Jesus. When a man is drawn to Christ, he needs to obey his heart and do it immediately. Once you get once you get this individual to 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 listen, he need to obey immediately. You need to be ready to deal with them. You be ready to pray with them. You need to be ready to 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 take them uh, uh, to Christ. To explain to them 
what they need to know about Jesus, how Jesus is going to help them in the situation that 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 they are in. Romans uh, twelve and eleven say, "Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord." You can't be slothful. You got to be about your work. You got to be fervent. You got to be ready to go to work. You got to be ready to pray with them. You got to be ready to do whatever you need to do. Why is it Alcoholics Anonymous and all these other places uh, uh, that help people, uh, uh, Gamblers Anonymous, uh, uh, they want you. They want people to call them. But when it comes to us winning souls for Christ, we are not spending the time that we need to spend. We're not doing the things that we need to do. Don't win the souls from the lost. Hebrews 6 and 12 says uh, uh, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promise. The promise that Jesus made that he's going uh, to prepare a place for us, that he'll come again and receive us unto himself, that where he is, there we may be also. This is a, this is a work. This is a work that needs to be done, saints. This is a this is a job that need to be taken on by those in the body of Christ. Each of us need an assignment for an individual. Each of us need to search ourselves and see who is it that you know that you can talk to and bring them over on the Lord's side. You must know somebody. You have to know somebody. And if you do, that's your assignment. Talk to them so they don't come the first time. That means you have a second opportunity or a third opportunity. But there is a must that we be about our Father's business. Amen. Verses 6 and 7 says, The power of Jesus. Obedient results in humility. The power of Jesus. The fourth step in calling men uh, uh, is demonstrating godly power. Amen. Peter's obedience produced results. His obedience caught fish uh, uh, and caught, and the catch was no ordinary catch. It was more, so much more than it than was uh, questioned. Jesus being behind the miracle was demonstrating the power of God. Remember, this was the very purpose of Jesus. To win Peter's loyalty and willingness to come to become a disciple full time. Jesus was looking to bring Peter on board as a full time disciple. 
because Peter was uh, 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 oh, by uh, large he was a fisherman but Jesus wanted him on board not as a fisherman of fish but as a fisherman of men and we as individuals we as individuals need to become fishermen of men trying to hook those that have gotten away at some other point. Somebody in another boat had him, but he kicked the loose and he got out. Now you got him. It's your job to hang on to him. It's your job to bring him in. It's your job to bring them on board as a full-time disciple for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we just giving you ways to call men into the net. This net that, that's cast over humanity uh, 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 that we want to gather as many fish out of it for the body of Christ as we can. Verses 8 and 9 says confession. The first step in calling, the, or the fifth step, and calling men is stirring a, a deep confession. Peter exacted what had happened. He had been reluctant and objected to the Lord's request, and he had not been too happy that the great catch had so much trouble. He went on and admitted the problem. No, he wasn't happy. And even after he caught all the fish, he wasn't happy because now he got to work and he's already tired. A, a, a conf uh, 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 he confessed his sin of disobedience and uh, unbelief of being reluctant to obey the Lord, of questioning the Lord's will, knowledge, and power. Peter questioned the Lord's will, he questioned the Lord's knowledge, and he questioned the Lord's power. Why? Because he was reluctant. And we, many times, are reluctant to do what God called us to do. And that's one of the things we ought to stop and think about. We ought to search and research ourselves try the reins of our wandering mind and see if there are times when, 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 when you are called by God to do something that uh, if you reluctantly disobeys doing whatever it is God has called you to do. Uh, uh, he confessed his sins of disobedience and unbelief and being reluctant to obey the Lord. Amen. B, he, he confessed Jesus to be Lord. He confessed a fear, a reverence, and an awe for the Lord. Ezra 10 and 11 says, Now therefore make confession unto the Lord God of your fathers, and, and, and do his pleasure, and separate yourself from the people of the land for they uh, uh, and from their strange wives, they had to separate themselves. 
Too many times now we don't want to separate ourselves. We want to mix and mingle with everybody. Amen. But he said, now therefore, make confession that unto the Lord God of your fathers and do his pleasure and separate yourself from the people of the land and from their strange wives. You're not to marry everybody. Amen. He wanted them separated. He wanted them to do the will of his father. Verse 10 called discipleship mission. The sixth step to calling men into the net is challenging men to discipleship. That is to catch other men. And it's not easy to catch other men. It's not easy to catch other men. Because men are reluctant to come to Christ. But we're going to give you some points anyway. The word fear not indicate that Peter was actually sacred and frightened, scared and frightened. Jesus was calming him, telling him uh, uh, to trust and stop fearing. He, the Lord, was in charge and looking after everything. But he wasn't trusting God yet. The call to Peter was catch me in. The, the word catch zorigo, zorigo, which is Greek, means to catch alive or to catch for life. The idea is that Peter was no longer to catch fish for death, but he was to catch men for life. Catch men. Bring them into the net. And they would be uh, become uh, 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 men of God, they would become part uh, 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 of this uh, uh, body of Christ that is going to be training other men and other individuals to do the thing that God would have them to do. Matthew four nineteen says, and say unto them, <clears throat> follow me and I will make you fishermen of men. We need fishers of men. We need men that can talk to other men about the things of God. Sometimes men are reluctant to talk about the things of God. I don't know why. God saved you. God brought you out. God blessed you. God kept you and is keeping you. God has blessed you, you and your family. God has done things for you and your family you know you couldn't do on your own. But yet, we don't trust him and we don't do the things that we need to do. Isaiah 6 and 8 says, Also I heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for me? Then said I, here am I, send me. Do we have men saying, here am I, send me? 
Do we have men stepping up to the plate to say, here am I, Lord, send me. I'll go. I'll do what you have me to do. Here I am. Send me. Proverbs 11 and 30 said, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Amen. He that winneth souls is wise. Steps for drawing men into the net. Steps for getting men to come to Christ. Steps for getting men to talk to other men about coming to Christ. And it don't have to stay there. Because the word said that the sanctifies wife sanctifies the husband and the sanctified husband sanctified the wife. So there ought to be a, a, a conversation among husbands and wives. Among, among fathers and sons. Uh, 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 among uh, neighbors and neighbors that would get this job done, that would see to it that we were interlocking and interchanging our ideas about serving God with each other in the name of Jesus. And verse 11, decision, dedication. It comes time for a decision, for dedication, forsaking all. The seventh step to calling man into the net is watching for the decision to forsake all. The men responded immediately. The men left all their business, their profession, and the largest catch they had ever seen. They left it. Why? They left it to go and serve our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. They left their businesses. They left their nets. They left that, uh, the biggest uh, fish catch that they had ever seen. The men, the men, the men followed Jesus. He was the Lord. He had spoken and they were to be his disciples who obeyed and followed. The, 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 the problem is now we need men that will obey and that will follow Christ. And, 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 and not be deterred by uh, 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 the, the, the things that will be said by other men. Uh, you become a holy roller. You this and you that, that. But you got to seek God for yourself. You got to know that 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 it's gonna come a time when you're gonna have to face death, and you're gonna have to face it by yourself. It's gonna come a time when uh, 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 judgment is gonna be laid at your feet, and you're gonna have to decide how uh, uh, you have been able to do whatever it was that the Lord has called you to do. You're gonna have to be the one. They're going to have to stand and give an account to God uh, for every deed done in your body, whether that deed 
was good or whether it was bad. Uh, uh, you the one that's going to have to say, uh, 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 Lord, here I am, send me, I'll go. The men left their business, their professions, and the largest catch they had ever seen. The men, the men followed Jesus. He was the Lord, He, uh, the Lord who had spoken. And they were to be his disciples who obeyed and followed. Luke 9, 23, and he said to them, all, to them all, if any man <clears throat> will come after me, let him deny himself and uh, 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 take up his cross daily and follow me. That is a thing that we have to do daily. We have to pick up our own cross and follow Jesus. And we have to do it on a daily basis. Luke 4, 26 says, If any man come after me and hated his father and mother and uh, wife and children and brethren and sister, yea, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. There is a love that you must have for God that would make your love for your mother, father, sisters, and brothers seem as if it was hatred. But you are going to have to be the one to decide that you want to follow Jesus. You're the one that's going to have to be the one to decide that one day I'm going to have to give an account of every deed that's done in this body. One day I'm going to have to answer a call that nobody can answer for me but me. Uh, one day I know death is going to come knocking at my door. One day I know that I'm going to have to leave these old shores of time. One day when God called my name on the road, I'm going to have to answer. And only I can answer for me. And then I have to give an account of whatever it is I've done. Whatever I, I, I have not done, it might have to stay undone. But is it enough undone uh, uh, that I will not be allowed in to the kingdom of God. Did I did I get my work done uh, or did I leave it undone? You're going to have to decide uh, 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 for yourself uh, what it is that God has told you to do, what it is that God has assigned you to do. How is it that did, did you get it done or did you not get it done? You're going to have to be the one, my friends, to make that decision. You're going to have to be the one to decide did I treat my mother right? Did I treat my father right? Or did I do the things that God would have me to do? There was assignments that God gave me, uh, even in my early age, uh, that I knew God had called me uh, about doing the work, but I, I decided that that wasn't something I wanted to do. Uh, did you go back and, and, and redo what it is you had left undone. Uh, because you see, when God come to take you, uh, you don't want your work uh, to be undone. You don't want anything to have hindered you from not doing the work that God had decided, had assigned you to do. You want to make sure that when God call you, he's like, all my work is done. Uh, uh, my The house that I had to clean is clean and and it's garnished and, uh, and everything is all squared away. And if 
it's time for me to go now. See, I am Lord sent me. Uh, I am ready uh, to take my flight. I am ready to do the things that you have called me to do. And in so doing, I am going to continue to work while it's day. Training somebody, talking to somebody. The song says, if I can help somebody as I pass along, then my living will not be in vain. If I can help somebody with a word or song, then my living will not be in vain. We need to make sure our living will not be in vain. We need to find a way to draw men into the net. And if you are not in the net, I encourage you, my friend, to become part of those that are being called into the net, the net that our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, has cast over the sea of humanity to gather out those that will work for him and that will live for him and that will do the things that God would have us to do. In the name of Jesus our Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.